Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, welcome to episode 18 of the Video Games Now podcast. My name's Rodney, and I'm joined by Will. Hey, how's it going, everyone? I'm back. Yes, you've been a while, and same with you, Mark. Hello. Hey, how's it going? How's it going, everyone? And uh, we have a special guest today. Um, it's a, our first female gamer on the podcast, and her name's Alex. Hello. Hello. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I guess I would start off with saying that I wouldn't actually consider myself a female gamer. More of like a casual female gamer, I guess. Not a full-fledged, haven't got my gaming wings yet. Does that mean you're a mobile gamer, or just like, what are you saying? Well, when I was growing up, I uh, had um, PC games. I played The Sims growing up. Like, had every edition of that, every expansion pack. Um, I had a Nintendo Wii through my mom's work. We got it. Um, but I've never actually owned a console, but I've like had boyfriends and stuff and played with them. But I've never actually had a PS4 or Xbox. So... The, uh, all I got out of that was uh, all the boyfriends I had, and I'm sure someone in the room is very upset. I'm Mark's girlfriend, so privileges. All right, so uh, today we got, uh, we're going to talk about Fortnite Season 4 to start, and then we're going to get into some MMO topics, and it's going to be a lot of fun. All right, guys, here we go. Everything's coming up right now. now. Alright, uh, <laughs> Fortnite Season 4, Mark, you've been playing some of that, eh? Yeah, I have been. Uh, that was pretty cool. I like that intro there. Um, yeah, Season 4 is out. The Season 4 pass is out. And, dude, it's awesome. I didn't know they have, like, a little movie cinematic in the beginning. So, like, I had an update. It was, like, a 15-minute update. And then after that was done, it was just, like, a huge trailer. And you know, it was actually really funny. So... Two guys are looking up into the sky and a meteor is going to hit them and all these meteors are crashing down through the movies, through all the houses. And two guys look up and they're like, uh-oh, meteor's coming. And one guy's got a chug jug and the other guy grabs the chug jug, starts chugging and then starts to run. It was pretty funny. But um, the, yeah, the landscape has changed quite a bit. Dusty Depot is out and then like there's a big crater and there are these things that you can... They're all, and these craters are all around the map. Like they've hit 
um, Moisty Mire, uh, around Lucky Landing. They're they're scattered all throughout the map. And um, but you can get these things in the craters that um, give you super jump for thirty seconds, and it is yeah, it's awesome. Just changing the whole mechanics again <laughs> for, for the fourth time, I guess. Well, it's just it only lasts for thirty seconds, and you get it, and your your body goes purple, and you and you just you can fly for a bit, kind of thing. Um, I like how they added in the guided missile, and then they realize how OG that was, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll take that out right now." Yeah, that was terrible. That needed to, that needed to go. That needed to go. I saw a video. I actually when I someone told me, "Oh, they have a guided missile now in Fortnite," I was like. Yeah, someone's gonna rocket ride a guided missile right into their base, and and then I literally saw a video a day later of someone doing that. I was like, yeah. <laughs> well, you can still do that. People still rocket ride. Just, it's like on Sea of Thieves, right? When you shoot out of the cannon, they'll just have to. You have to set your angle, and then a guy'll just jump, and then you have to jump off before. I like watching some of the pros when you're rocket riding. They get the sniper out, and then they're just like riding the rocket, boom! And then they knock guys. They get so pumped. Yeah, they get paid lots of money on Twitch as well. Um, Alex, you played uh, you played some Fortnite last night with Mark, yeah? I did. We took turns. Are you a pro pro gamer at that or what? <laughs> well, I placed top twenty, uh, number twenty on the map um, because I like to play the hide approach to it. Uh, kills don't really matter much to me; just my safety and self preservation. <laughs> so you're saying you're a bush? You're a busher? In, uh, in Fortnite. I'm also a busher. In solo, in duo, and, and squad, I'm totally not a busher, but I'm totally a busher in solo. See, no, that's I'm not about that. I don't I don't like necessarily going tilted all the time or going to a high traffic area, but what I like to do is I like to, like, my, my best rounds is when I get a house, I get to loot up quickly, so I get shields, I get a, a couple shotguns and an AK, and then I like to go find people, and then I like to get into, like, building fights with them now. That's the thing, is I want to, like, you want to get good at Fortnite, you gotta like get good at the whole building aspect of it too. Yeah, uh, my building skill sucks. But when you play on uh, the fifty versus fifty mode, you don't need to build because like everybody else builds for you. And then there's these massive structures that you can take cover behind. Oh come on, come on, Ronnie, that's weak. That's weak. You want you like getting good at games too, right? Like you gotta get good at building. You gotta at least give it a try. You have a PC. It's so much easier on PC. I'm struggling learning to do it on a controller. You can just literally flick your wrist and click and press a key, and then your walls are being built for you, and you just got to get really fast at it. It's like a few days of, like, getting frustrated, and then all of a sudden, like, you'll start seeing a difference when you know what to do, and, man, it's it, now I'm addicted. It's really fun. Yeah, I... Um I, I just have a lot of care that goes into things that I build that not, that are not with my hands because I can't build a freaking table. Um, four legs and a top, I can't build it. <clears throat> but, yeah, no, in Fortnite or even uh, in Sea of Thieves even, when I'm driving the boat, I take so much pride in parking that boat like a boss. Exactly. <laughs> so. All right, guys. So, uh, you guys, Will, you've been re really quiet. You haven't played Fortnite uh, in a long time or what? I haven't really played Fortnite in a little while. I've been... Uh stuck back on Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Sea of Thieves. I've also been playing uh, God of War. Uh, God of War really has my time right now, so that's pretty much the only thing I'm focused on. See, now, you're going to lend it to me after, but I want to hear a bit about this game. Like, all I keep hearing is everyone telling me it was awesome. I, and I haven't, like, I never played the first, second, or third, so. Well, if you joined us on the last podcast, we talked all about it. So, you missed out. I did. 
I will say one thing without spoiling anything. Kratos has to be the worst dad I have ever seen. Um, okay, I guess I have that look to, I have that to look forward to when I play it. You'll be uh, able to uh not make his mistakes in the future. <laughs> okay, so not to learn from Kratos. Don't take fathering tips from Kratos. I got it. And uh, Alex is all quiet about that comment too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys moving on here uh let's talk about some uh, mmo stuff so i mean i i'm not an avid mmo player but i've definitely played quite a few in my life um i've played guild wars terra and a few others uh what about you mark um mmos i've played well if we're going with the uh, mmo rpgs i've played warcraft obviously uh, Elder Scrolls Online and Guild Wars. I started with Guild Wars 2. As did I. What about you, Will? All right. I started with uh, Warcraft. Uh, I moved on to, uh, I think it would have been Lord of the Rings, the MMO for that. And then I went on to Guild Wars 2. And I did dabble a little bit with uh, DC Online. And then Elder Scrolls now. Sounds like a lot of fun. Do you guys have any issues with the MMOs that you play? Like, is there anything that turns you away after a certain amount of time, or what? Um, it's more, it's more, and it's it's more what uh, depending on what the developer has for end game content. For me, like if like when you're max level and you have the best gear and you have everything, it's now what. So if you have a lot to do end game wise, then then I'll stick around for sure. Um, I completely agree with your comment there, Mark. Another thing I'm going to bring up, though, is I think for a person to really enjoy MMOs, they have to be okay with one thing, and that is grinding. It's either grinding for levels or grinding for gear. Um, it's An MMO is nothing... Sure, you can jump in right away and enjoy the game, but if you want to do any of that end-level content, like the trials, the raids, um, you know, yeah... You literally have to um, get the gear to be efficient at whatever role you're going to play. As a, if you're going to be a, a damage dealer, a healer, a tank, whatever that role is, you have to be able to efficiently pull it off. Yeah, I um, I, I agree with you there. And um, there's two things that turn me off from MMOs once I start playing. And the first one is grinding. It's like when you're working out and they're like, just do 15 reps and you do 10. You're like, that's good enough. You know, I'm just going to quit right here. Um, but, uh, yeah, the grinding, and then if it's not the grinding, it's definitely the PvP, because, like you said, like there's all these people that do put the work in and do all the grinding and get all the good stuff, all the good weapons, all the good everything. And then you're like, oh, I'm just going to fight this guy, and they just, like, destroy you, and it just kind of takes the fun out of it. Yeah, for, like, for, for Elder Scrolls, for example, it's... You can't even do the PvP until you're 720. Well, you can. There is... There's non-champion and there's champion, but it's it's all based on your gear and how hard you've grinded, like like Will was saying. Um, but it's fun. It's like you kind of take pride into how you build your character and you want him to, like, destroy and be awesome. So you got it. You kind of put the extra time in, you get the extra gear, and then there's no greater feeling when you're in PvP and you're just just murking people um i'm gonna bring up uh especially for elder scrolls um there's an event uh the anniversary event that was uh two weeks long that mark and i uh, really put time into uh, i created another three characters got them up to 50 so now they have my champion levels but i needed gear for them so for three days nothing basically just for three days straight all i did was grind one dungeon so i could get two pieces of gear 
That's, that's that's too much. That's too much. Two <laughs> two. So how long did you say? Three days straight to get two pieces of uh, gear and divines because I got the jewelry really fast on the first day, and then to get like just even even two pieces in divines took me three days. Yeah, that's uh, nowhere to lie. I was there with him. He was doing it, <laughs> and it's it's the same. It's just it's the same how it go. Well, and that's why I'm kind of excited for um, the new like this new RPG. That's kind of kind of jumping ahead here, but um, the new RPG Ashes of Creation that uh, supposedly well we don't know when it's coming out yet, but <laughs> just all the, the all the new stuff that they're integrating into the MMO uh, franchise. Yeah, um, you have a description there on your phone, I'm sure, somewhere. But while you're pulling that up, Alex, have you played any uh, MMOs? Like I said, I've never had like a console, Xbox, or PS4, so that type of game is something that I've never really played before. Um, But even the kind of ones that I have played, I'm not very good, right? And there could be a lot of people that are not very nice online to you. And I don't know, maybe I never found out found anybody that was like that willing to help me unless they found out I was a girl and something. are you not exploiting the female benefits and getting all the free stuff well to be fair that's the thing people would just like come up and be like hey you want to trade and I'd be like yeah and they'd be like here's all this stuff and I'm like oh here I've got some bread you want it bro and he's like and he'd be like no 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 and I'm like well I'm gonna trade you something you're just giving me all this free stuff and then he'd just leave and I'd be like I don't thanks but yeah, no, people don't necessarily like it when you're on their team. See, it, see, I know, I know, dudes pretend to be ladies so they get the free stuff, and then if they have a mic, it's like, oh, I just gave my free stuff away to some dude. <laughs> Sucks. I gotta. Uh, as soon as you said that, there was uh, one thing that jumped out to me on uh, the first episode of Sword Art Online for the MMO. Do you remember that guy was with that girl at the beginning, and then after they had their appearances changed, what they look like in real life? The guy was like a fat, like thirty-year-old. That was the girl. <laughs> He's like, "You're a dude." Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, and also the thing for me personally is like I didn't have any friends that played games. Like I was never playing with other people. I was playing by myself, which it can be lame. But um, that's why I'm excited. I think we're gonna get me a console we haven't decided xbox or ps4 and then i'll be able to play with you just get all of them like i'm getting a ps4 (laughs) now so you got to get all of them but like personally i'm more of like i lean towards the ps4 because xbox is more more of like call of duty younger but well back it hasn't changed isn't it mostly like young 12 year old boys play you know xbox and ps4 is more for like story driven higher quality better graphics yeah all the that's (laughs) Story driven, high quality, better graphics is the PS4, yes. Which is, which is what appeals to me. That appeals to me. I do think uh, moving forward, uh, Microsoft does have a bigger future um, in the market, at least for it more, um, I guess, not appealing to casual gamers, but now bringing back um, like the actual, you know, like the diehards. They have some great series that have to come back. Um, we're not going to go into that, right? But we have. Um, E3 coming up. I think Microsoft's whole future this year will rely on what they do for E3. Um, I I was talking about getting a Switch too because like 
it, it's either like she's always oh I want to play a multiplayer game for PS4 and then I looked I took a look at couch co-op multiplayer games and there's nothing there's not and like there there are a few um, I did look at a few but they just they didn't look very good so I was thinking like a switch because she likes Mario she likes Mario Party and, st- and they still have they still make couch co-op games so easy to jump into easy to play I, I definitely think this year that um, Nintendo's gonna blow us away at E3 with with some great titles coming out later in the year. Like they they've already kind of teased Smash Five, which is like huge. That's gonna sell some consoles for sure. Um, are they gonna make another Metroid? Metroid Prime? Yeah, they already announced that. Uh, it's gonna be sweet. They haven't had a Metroid Prime in oh pff, since since the Cube. Oh. I gotta also uh, mention, uh, we haven't seen anything of it, it was announced last year. Um, there was a small article, I think last month, that mentioned that we'd hear about it at E3, and this is a big one for me, because I have a Switch, I bought it on launch, is uh, the new Pokemon game. Uh, sorry, the new Pokemon game for Switch? Yeah. Yeah, man, that looks, it's gonna be, I was gonna say, oh, it looks awesome, but I haven't seen any anything yet. No, but, it, but the Switch has so many uh, possibilities for graphical-wise, the power, the 3D. I really see um, the Switch taking the Pokemon franchise into a whole different uh, direction. Which is good because nobody buys Nintendo systems for the graphics. They buy it for the games, right? So, I mean, the fact that they're bringing um, finally a Pokemon game to the to the main console, but but I mean, the main con the whole reason they had it on the Game Boys was because it's pocket monsters. So why would you play it on a console? You play it on something that you can put in your pocket, right? So that now that the Switch is that, it's totally opening it up. Well, for better graphics and making it that much better, you can't have an open world. Like it, Pokemon should be like a mass multiplayer online, almost. It should be a, an MMORPG where you go out in the world, and like, and that has to be on the console. Yeah, see, if Mark was uh, Mark joined us on time when we started this podcast way back in episode three, we talked about this, and uh, I'm sure you forgot about that by now. But yeah, uh, um, no, I haven't forgotten about it, and I li- I, I heard that podcast, and we, we did talk about that, but it's still it's, I'm, I'm pretty sure I was the one that told you, and you said that, but I'm it should be right, and that that would have to be on a console. No, man, me, me and Will have been planning this out since like Christ was a child, so. <laughs> Yeah, this has been like, uh, I guess, three years now almost. We've been planning out that thing and, you know, it might happen, might not. But we gave our ideas, uh, is it episode three or episode two? It was episode three. Yeah, and uh, I think it was like 20 minutes long that we talked about a Pokemon MMO. Yeah, but I mean, we haven't made any sort of leeway on making this because we're not developers. Um, I couldn't code my way out of a paper bag, so, you know. Yeah, well... <laughs> Could anything be bigger than Pokemon Go, though? Yes. Oh, come on. They caused traffic jams. Did you see? You, you, everyone's seen the videos of, like, the people streaming into traffic just to catch rare Pokemon. Did you not see those? No, I was there. Yeah. I was in the middle of the street with the people. <laughs> <laughs> I got to uh, mention one story. I remember uh, it was I was coming home from a friend's house. I think it was a video game night. Or, no, it was League of Legends World Championships. And he lives on, like, this farmland kind of area so it's basically really narrow road but the car in front of me all of a sudden just stopped it's like midnight middle of the road nowhere to like get a, get around him and literally he uh, ran into the uh, the uh, cornfield and I don't know what he went and caught but he was gone for like five minutes and I couldn't go anywhere <laughs> there we go. 
That, see that that cut ca that theme catches me off guard every time. The Star Wolf theme. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's badass. Uh, I did want to bring up this one game that looks that's making a lot of promises. It's Ashes of Creation, and it is by the Intrepid Studios. And just just looking at this, this looks like it's well, it's it's already uh, debuted at PAX East, or it's on the it, it's Alpha was able to play at PAX East. But they're making a lot of bold promises that Fable did when it first came out. They're saying it's so pretty much it's set in the medieval times era. And it's like you discover, you reproduce, and you're you're populating this new newly discovered land. And there's everything under the sun in it. Like politics, war, like... And it's just your every decision and consequence changes the whole scape of the game. I think if they could pull this... And not to mention that some of the combat looks amazing. I don't know if you guys have seen this. It's not like the old, like, okay, like in, in ESO, where I press circle square, triangle, 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 circle square. This looks like it's 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 third person, but it's 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 closer. And, oh, man, it looks it looks beautiful. Um, yeah, not a lot of things get Mark hot, um, but this is this game seems to be one of those things. Uh, you, you got me right, Alex? He seems a little bit excited. My spidey sense is tinkling on this, guys. <laughs> this one is going to be a winner. It's obviously there's no release date for it yet, but I can't wait already. This is one of those games I wait years and years and years for, and when it finally comes out, I'll say I told you so. I do want to bring up, uh, after looking at some news here uh, for the game, it does look like last year this game started as a Kickstarter. Exciting, but also kind of disappointing because that means it's probably years away from being finished production. Well, I mean, there's probably like two people working on it then that that are like, we just need money. We have the passion. We just need the money. That's exactly, you know, all the videos I've seen. Um, and it's, it's like a small group of guys and they're just super passionate about MMOs and they want to make the right one. It's, uh, it's hard to find passion like that nowadays. You know, it's like... You just lead a bunch of sheep developers in a room and they're like, Kate, code this or do this or design this and Kate, go. And there's just like zero passion um, anymore. But uh, yeah. yeah. Like it's like who needs NHL year 22,000, right? It's I mean, although we were talking about what what, what game was it? The basketball one? Um, no, that was NBA 2K18. <laughs> We made a brief t uh, comment on it because it's actually pretty cool. There's like um, a create a player mode and it kind of reminds me of like a little RPG where you can play against other players and you level up your basketball player and then you get skills for him. Oh, is that that cartoony one that I saw? Yeah, and then you can actually you're running around in a little EA universe and there's like Foot Locker and then it's all microtransaction, but, that's, but I'm into it. I'll spend the money. Of course there's a Foot Locker. Oh, there's a Foot Locker tattoo parlor. There's like a, a whole, like, it, it, it looks pretty crazy. I saw a trailer for that and I was turned off immediately. Like, I was like, not into basketball games at all. And that one just made me never want to play a basketball game ever again. Or actually ever, because I've never played one. It, it's crazy because it's such a money grab and it, it works for like fans and stuff like that. Like you see, you get your guy and he's like a 62 when you start and then your guys, other guys are running around. They're like 99. <laughs> you're like, Oh, I want to get like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're, then you're hundreds of dollars in the hole with EA. That seems to be EA's thing now is microtransactions. eh? it's just kind of 
kind of trashy. They should just make the game now. I mean, and then they try and develop, like, they rush games, and then they, like, bring games out to the masses, and be like, here, we rush this crap here, play it, and, oh, and by the way, we're going to charge you with all these microtransactions. It is infuriating, but uh, what are you going to do? I uh, I used to play Sims, right? And that used to be com- created by Matrix. I think it was Sims 1, and then Sims 2, EA got on board, and that's when, that was the best game, and then it Sims 3, it just went downhill from there. That was impressive. I did not know you knew that, and I guess she has played a lot of Sims. Well, I mean, how has there been any Sim games in the last like I, I played like no Sim games because it just I already have I'm already simulating my life here. I, I don't have to simulate some more people on a computer screen here. You know what was a great underrated game though is The Sims Medieval. Have you ever played? Have you ever heard of that game? So it's basically like set in medieval times and like it's kind of like an RPG where you play it and then there's this whole intense world with like these different religions and like the Sims and it, it like it talks about the Watcher and you are the Watcher because you're the player and then they they worship you as your god but it's in medi- oh my god it's a great game you really need to look into it it's on PC it's fantastic <laughs> yeah, we we're all like, hmm, yes. Uh, I, I've got. No, it reminds me. Of, it, it reminds me of ESO Online, except like, I guess just Elder Scrolls. It reminds me of Elder Scrolls, okay. but like a really shitty Sims version. <laughs> I gotta say the same thing as Rodney. I've already got one life to live. I can't worry about another. <laughs> that is exactly my sentiments too. Is like I I picked up. I played the first one, and then I was like, huh. Why am I going online and like downloading furniture for this guy and like making sure he gets to work and, and all this stuff? When I got to work in a few hours anyway. They should be responsible for their own adult selves. But really, I mean, you could use the same argument for all video games. And why don't you go for a run or a walk outside instead of running through, um, fucking running through. ESO or wherever. I was, I couldn't remember, to be honest. <laughs> um, yeah, Sims, I guess, is like a second life. ESO can't really become a second life because I don't like run around outside with a, a sword and a shield or, uh, you know, wave a magic uh, staff around and uh, making people uh, burn up into like spontaneous flames. Yeah. You literally. In The Sims, you're running another life, and in ESO, it's totally different. No, it's like reading. It, it's not different at all. It's all fantasy. It's all fiction. It's like reading a fiction book versus reading like a fantasy fiction book. It's you're still playing make believe. That's what it is. I think we're gonna fight about this all day, so we should just move on. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um we got a little bit off topic there because we were supposed to be talking about mmos and we're not talking about the sims and how the sims i don't like them and (laughs) and i just got an evil glare from alex but um there's a new mmo coming out for the xbox this year called terra the terra's been out for a long time but it hasn't been on the xbox yet it's only been on pc i played terra i played one playthrough of terra but i got to level 40 that seems to be my cap i get to level 40 and i'm like i'm kind of done this game now i'm just i've done everything that i kind of wanted to do but did you beat the story is it was there a story in terra or um no not really 
um, it's if you're looking for something as story driven as Guild Wars, like you won't find that at all with Terra. Um, Guild Wars was very story driven. It was probably one of the most story driven MMOs that I've ever played. But um, the combat in Terra was a little bit more exciting than I found in Guild Wars. Guild Wars was like push one, push two, push three, cool down. It just was super tedious. But this one. Um, you can choose whatever skills you want and then combo them up and all that kind of stuff. So it was a lot more fun that way. I haven't played Terra. I remember you telling me about it when it was first announced. Was that earlier this year or last year um, when they said they were doing a console version? And it does look interesting. Um, I will probably uh, look into it a bit more. Uh, if I could get my PC working, I'd probably download it uh, right now. But I think for most part, I'll probably have to wait for the console release. You've never played Guild Wars? No. Uh, the only other PC game I've played is Fallout 5 on PC. Okay, that's, not, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, better than my fiance. She's played, like, Heyday, and she's just, like, super proud of it. It's like a f- it's like Farm Simulator, basically. It's, like, really ridiculous. I talked about this on the last podcast, too. She's like, if I'm going to run a farm, I'm just going to go do it for real so I can get at least breakfast out of it. Uh, I... I guess this is a good time any to mention Harvest Moon's coming out. <laughs> so if Brittany, if Brittany wants to play Farm Simulator, Harvest Moon's right around the corner. I've never played Harvest Moon, but that's a good point. Um, she's been trying, like, um, obviously I'm a big gamer, and she is not. Um, like, she, I'm, like, afraid to ask her for the TV. Like, can I just play, like, anything that's on the TV? And then, eh. um, <clears throat> So she's been trying to get into gaming. Like, she, I gave her my old 3DS, and she's been playing, like, um, uh, oh, Animal Crossing. And um, she likes Side Scroller. So I'm like, hey, try this one. Hey, try this one. I'm trying to get her in, but she's she's not she's not hooking. So, yeah, maybe, maybe Harvest Moon will <laughs> take her away. You never know. I did have a Nintendo DS, and I beat the Mario Kart game 100% on that game as well. Along with all the other six-year-olds that did it? Yeah, pretty much. It's so much fun, though. Jesus. Good luck. That's why you just get two TVs. Getting back on the topic a bit, um, for MMOs, another game that I'm really looking forward to. It's been out in uh, Korea now for about two years. It's uh, Black Desert Online. It's uh, coming out now for uh, the Microsoft, uh, well, PC again, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4. Um, It's a a different style MMO. Um, The targeting system is a lot more advanced, where it's precise. You can't just aim in the direction and expect to hit the person. You actually have to be aimed right at the target. So it's going to be a bit more challenging to games I'm really used to, where, you know, if you lock onto an enemy, it's like instant hit. Where this one is doesn't really have that. It's basically precise targeting. So you always have to lock on. So if the target's moving, you kind of have to move your cursor with them. Sorry, you lost me after aimbots. Um, that's what everyone's going to be using in that game for sure. Maybe for PC, um, but MMOs are usually a lot more um, diligent on having add-ons. Even for PC, there's like a lot of ones that are being allowed. Like even for Elder Scrolls. There's like add-ons that um, Zenimax will allow that allow you to track a few things and stuff like that. But anything that helps you make your game better is always, um, if they find you using it, you're instant banned. There's um, a building bots in uh, Fortnite. And then, when, oh yeah, they get, you just instantly see a guy just, and he's got this 10 foot tower in the air, but a lot of those people are getting banned. 
I'm just I've never encountered a build bot. That's that's got to be some terrifying. Like, but if you had a rocket launcher, it's like you're done. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna tumble you down. They, 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 um, there's been a lot more loot everywhere too. So not only is like getting a little off topic back onto the Fortnite season pass, um, season four. Um, there's a lot more loot everywhere. Every and there's like they've added they've added a they added another place. Um, top right of the uh, the map, and then there's just like in Moisty Mire, there's just cities and towns now. That and like every house has got like a couple treasure chests, and there's just loot everywhere. That's good because whoever actually went to Moisty Mire, like nobody, like because you, you went there and found like a pistol and some ammo. You're like, great, well, thanks. That's what they're trying to do now with um, with the challenges too. So they'll say, oh hey, get ten kills at Lucky Landing. So they're trying to spread it out now. They want they want they want to evenly distribute the like where people are landing kind of thing. Yeah, because like fifty percent of the population goes to Tilted. Let's be real. Um, oh, Tilted. <laughs> I actually cleared. Uh, I cleared tilted with a buddy uh, yesterday the, for the first time, so I was pretty happy about that. Got six kills. I think I told. I think I told this story before on this podcast, but I'll tell it again. Um, I just remember my f- most fondest memory of tilted towers was when there were the snipers and revolvers game mode was on, and we went to the tall tower in the middle, and like nine people landed there including me and my teammate and there was one sniper and then the one guy got the sniper and he couldn't even snipe with it he's just like well mind you everyone's like two feet away from him so we just beat him to death the eight of us with our with our pitchforks or or, sorry our our pickaxes and um yeah so we we beat him and then we all had a nice little beat down with each other's pickaxes and then me and my buddy won so we we got the sniper and then we died like two minutes later (laughs) unfortunately but Nice, nice. Um, yeah, you have to get it for the PC. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, because I lent my Xbox One to my brother because I hadn't played it in a while. So, um, yeah, we got to finish a way out too. Oh yeah, we have to get back to that. Uh, I started a game with Mark as well, so I guess I have to finish that game twice. <laughs> um, another game, uh, Rodney. Let's go back. Uh, see if these. We were talking about aimbots. You remember that game we had uh, on the weekend? How do you feel about that one? That was some. Ra- that was some. That was a rate one smack in the face. Um. Yeah, that the aimbot system needs to be fixed like ASAP because that's oh, like PC he have like. That too? Um, PC have that problem too. Well, it's cross compatible with PC and and Xbox, right? So this guy was like underwater with a sniper, and he like headshotted Will on the helm. It was like what? Like it was ridiculous, <laughs> and we were we were kind of raging. Um, me and Will were both kind of salty, like super salty, because we did a skull for it. Didn't get anything out of it. We played for four hours, and then like later, I texted Wells like, "Yeah, sorry, I was salty on Sea of Thieves." He's like, "Yeah, sorry, I was salty on Sea of Thieves." So, uh, yeah, it was just that on top of the, the us not getting any loot with with the aimbots. It was just super infuriating. We literally uh, chased the galleon that stole the key from Rodney after he got killed after the Fortnite or the <laughs> Skull Fort um, for like four hours. They even got attacked by the Kraken. You got they got attacked by the Kraken and you guys still couldn't manage to like somehow get the key. Can you can you sneak onto the other person's ship while they're fighting the Kraken? Yeah, uh, yeah, Rodney did that while I was like uh, driving the ship and then they started bombarding us with cannonballs. So I went down below and tried to fix the ship and I come up and they've like sailed us into like the black water and then dropped the anchor and I was like, how did they get on the ship without even me noticing? They had they had one guy dedicated to just boarding our ship. Like we, as we were chasing them, he kept get shooting himself over towards our ship, and we um, 
there was one po point when he did board our ship, and it was when Will, I say, Will, go to the island, get some supplies, because we're running low. And then, so he went to the island, and then, of course, he boards the ship, and I'm like, Will, get back here. And he's like, oh, I can't find my mermaid. And he, like, looked for his mermaid for, like, five minutes, I swear to God. It felt like five minutes. I'm sailing by myself, trying to fight this guy off, trying to pair all the whole, doing the solo game, which I'm okay at, but it's, yeah. Anyway, so he was on our ship, and I killed him, and then I was like, oh. Nice, you got the kill. That's so you still. That's funny. They had like they were fighting the kraken and you guys at the same time. You still couldn't get the key. Wow. No, I think they had all the loot at that point because we we they how do I forgot how we sank the first time. Uh, the first. Time, oh, the skeletons. The skeletons got yeah, us. Yeah, the skeletons the got us because we were parked and we thought we were safe and there's like two little cannons tucked away and they just started lighting us up and we sank and we're like, oh. we ran out of supplies. Ah, it happens. Live to, <laughs> live to sail another day. I, I, this is still my favorite game, like uh, Sea Thieves. Like yeah. I just, I absolutely love this game. It is fun, but I think, like we've talked about before, um, I, the DLC is going to be the deciding factor of if this is a game that I'll continue playing throughout the year. Yeah, I'm sure. Hungering Deep comes out this month, so it'll be, I'm sure, picking up really quick. I'm still not Pirate Legend level though. <laughs> So, oh, did you guys hear that? Um, apparently, the guy that the first guy that became a pirate legend might have might might have been a cheater. He might have like did some cheating. He, well, he didn't, mechanics or whatever. He didn't cheat. What he did is because he's a streamer as well, so everyone saw what he did. But he never really played the game himself. He got his streamers to start games and then grab all the loot, and then he joined their games just before they turned it in. And yeah, he kept just right. doing that over and over and over again throughout the whole day. So he'd never do anything. He'd just jump into a new crew just when they're turning in the loot, get the uh, the XP, bail, jump onto another team, same thing over and over again. So he ended up hitting pirate or legendary pirate in like a week after launch. See, but if you did that, if you did it for reals, but what if his PvP skills suck and then he goes to a skull fort and he gets wrecked? Well, I mean, I don't know. Is it not ingenuity to think of that, to do it that way? I mean, it's kind of cheap, but that still takes a lot of time and dedication to do that. The, the normal person can, because this guy's already got, like, thousands of followers on on Twitch, or and he's streaming. So he just, everyone else is, oh, hey, are the popular streamers in our group. And then he's just, yeah, hey, guys, let's go turn all the stuff in. And then he just, that's greasy. Basically, because um, I saw a video of how he did it, is he asked everyone that were playing and like while he was streaming, um, and then they'd send him like a private message with their gamer tag. He join in with them, and so on and so on. So all, all his streamers were on, aware. On, aware of it. They were helping him do it. I just don't think he should necessarily be called the first person to hit legendary pirate. I think it'll be the second guy. I can't remember his name. I think it was like Silver Fox or something. But from what I saw, he's a streamer as well, and he did it authentically with, I guess, putting way too many hours into Sea of Thieves. Well, of course it's a streamer. It's going to be somebody who plays video games for a living yeah. and not someone who has to put aside four hours of their weekend to play Sea of Thieves, right? So. Yeah, no, exactly. So, so talkative over there, Alex. It's just, I'm, I just can't turn your mic off. Yes. <laughs> But uh, since we're already off topic, let's talk a little Sea of Thieves. We do have the DLC coming out. What is that? The end of May? Or? It's supposed to be this month sometime. Yeah. Um, that's the Hungering Deep. Is that also the DLC that's going to introduce the new ship? Or is that the one that's coming out after? Um, I watched a video last night. Um, 
I'm not sure about that, but he told me, or sorry, he told me, I was watching a video, but he was talking to me, uh, the viewer. Um, he said that he has three different development teams now. One working on the Hungering Deep, obviously, and then the other two are working on the other two big, um, the cursed, the cursed sails, and and whatever the other one is, I can't remember right now. Um, but there's three different development teams working on each one of those, and like that's their sole mission. And then I, I'm not sure if he has other development teams working on patches and bugs and all that kind of stuff. He did say that that was their main concern post-launch because they obviously want to fix some stuff. Which yeah, there's one I reported a bug the other day. Um, when we're whenever Will and I are sailing and I want to shoot myself out of the cannon, it'll like shoot me 45 degrees, like not where I'm aiming, and it's just really frustrating. Yeah. So, but uh, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to the Hungry Deep to see what it would bring. But we definitely, like you said, well, we definitely need a new ship. Like three people on a galleons, it's just not enough. You need that fourth person, especially when you're taking on a skull fort like that. I mean, if your guy's really, really good on a skull fort, you just send him in, right? But yeah. yeah. Well, we have uh, we have the sloop and we have the galleon. I think um, the new ship should be a three person. Um, I I'm not sure what you'd call that. I would call it a frigate. So frigate, there's, yeah. yeah, there's frigate like two two cannons on each side and two sails. That's yeah, what I think it should be. That would be perfect. Um, I think going by the hungering deep. I think this DLC could also refer to something with the kraken. So far, if you've any of uh, all our listeners have played um, and they face the kraken, all you really see is the tentacles. It's not really a hard battle to survive. I really think, because they've talked about adding world bosses, I think a, a good world boss like that could just randomly spawn in the map and then you know all the ships could go there and have to fight it would be a full body Kraken. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, because it, it's really unfortunate right now that you don't get anything for defeating the Kraken. It's just like you saved your loot. Because they only really attack you when you're full on loot. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Uh, one of the other world bosses I was thinking of is like uh, the Flying Dutchman or the Ship of the Damned. You have to battle that. That would be pretty cool. Um, I don't remember. I, I know I talked to Rodney about this. At one time I was playing the Alpha, um, there was a glitch that uh, allowed some ships to actually float away into the sky. And that's where the Flying Dutchman rumor came from. I remember I was playing once by myself, I think. And this was during the Alpha. They fixed this uh, for the beta and all that. But... I remember a ship that was like following behind me just started lifting off into the sky like a hot air balloon. <laughs> I started like, okay, well, that's a, a bug I should probably report, but I never did. I, I'm sure they were aware of it because I looked on videos and sure enough, they call it now the flying, they, it was called the flying Dutchman bug. Um, but yeah, I think it would be cool if um, they started like the flying uh, Dutchman, the ship uh, maybe chasing you if you, ha- you beat the skull for it. Or you had like a certain amount of loot on the ship or something, you know, you have like, or even introduce the Navy, you know, you've got the pirates now, you don't have anything against them other than other sailors. So you're, it's pirates versus pirates. They have to add uh, some AI into here. AI, AI Navy would be OP at, like the skeletons are already OP. I can't even imagine what the Navy would be like if they were AI. (laughs) Not to mention too, that if, yeah, like that would just be so difficult. Like you'd have to do that, like tastefully if you want to want to do that you know what i mean like if you get a lot of loot or something or like if the navy attack you too often that could just be like getting into like a three-hour ship battle with the navy officer or something like that it's fun when you're doing it against another pirate because you're like oh man i want your loot but like 
it all depends on what you're going to get. Is it going to be worth it? Like, Well, they, they could make the Navy officers skeletons as well. They're just more well-dressed and well-groomed or whatever, as as, you, as well-groomed as you can get as a skeleton. Um, yeah, and um, and then when you beat the Admiral or something, you get a, like an Admiral skull, and then you turn that in, and that's, <clears throat> that's good loot or something, you know? Yeah, but I, like we've talked about, I really do think Sea of Thieves, not their reputation because it is a very good um, game that people enjoy, if it's a game that'll keep people interested, I think the DLC is going to be the huge deciding factor. At least I know it is for me. Yeah, um, but like I said, this is still like one of my favorite games. I'm having a lot of every time I go on it, I have all sorts of fun because um, it's yeah, you make your own adventure, right? Um, and I mean, I understand where people are coming from when they're like, oh, I don't like this game. It's just empty, man. Like I get it, but I don't know. I like it. I, I'm enjoying it because. Every time I see a chef, I'm like, I'm gonna go sink them, and just just because I want to. And then you go and you you screw them up and sink them, or you get sunk and then you get salty and you want to go get revenge or whatever. Yeah, so it's just it's just a lot of fun to explore that world. What do you uh, have you played Sea of Thieves, Alex? No, but it's me. I used to play a game called Puzzle Pirates. Have you ever played that online? It's it's kind of the same thing. Like you're able to like own ships and and play different little games in order to sail the ship, and you do battles and. You have to chart your way and da da da. Same thing. And I think for if you add another ship type, you could probably do you know, like an Asian-inspired um, type of ship. That 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 could be done with three players. You know, you know what type of ship I'm talking about? They, they, they kind of look like the folding fans a little bit. Alex actually brings up a really good point. So far, all the ships we have are basically the same style, and there's not that much uh, customization. I think moving forward, it would be a great idea to actually introduce different um, ship styles. Not just, um, say, like the customization where you're changing the hull or something like that. But yeah, like if you remember from, I guess, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, um, the pirate ships were all different depending on the races. Um, like you had the, um, the Chinese pirates, you had the... Uh, I guess you'd call them the Caribbean pirates, but then you had like the Arabian pirates and all that. And they all had their own style to their ship. Like some were like the big wide ones. Then you had the really thin long. I th really think uh, Sea of Thieves could uh, really do from uh, having a bit more customization for the ships. Or maybe they do have it so that you can choose what style you want. Like you can do like a Viking style or yeah, like the the, the yeah. Asian style or any of those, right? Yeah, no, no, yeah. I was just totally agreeing with uh, the different types of like cultural ships and different types of places in the world. Like a Japanese ship isn't going to look like a ship that was sailing up the Nile, right? You know, so. <laughs> a Jap can you imagine like a Japanese ship in the Nile? And then it's like, you have like a Cleopatra style ship with the oars. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, yeah okay guys we should wrap it up um but uh <laughs> a little off topic today but we like to bs and i'm sure you like to hear the bsing of the video games now podcast so uh let us know your thoughts on our facebook page and uh and uh yeah we're on instagram too guys we we sometimes put pictures on there uh <laughs> I, pro I try to put one like at least one a week but uh, when we go to events and stuff like packs and uh video games live um, and we're gonna go to the retro uh, gaming con. What, what is it? The retro uh, the retro uh, video game expo that yeah. is in uh, end of June. Yeah, I think the same day as my birthday. So yeah, we plan on posting a whole bunch of uh, pictures from that. And you should do something where you should vote for which console I should get. 
something so I can be a real oh. gamer. <laughs> yeah, I don't so know how Mark feels about that. He's got like a bit of a sour look. I like face. I like this idea. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's a great idea. Yeah. So um, there, there's been a huge debate on what console Alex should get. Um, they're thinking getting a Switch because of the couch co-op ability, and but then obviously Mark being a PS guy is like, oh, I gotta get the PS4. I gotta get the PS4 because it's all story driven and the graphics and oh, and uh, and then I'm just like Xbox because Xbox is really good. And what do you think, Will? Well, also the the reason the PS4 is because Mark won't allow Alex to play his. <laughs> <laughs> he shares sometimes. Very rarely, but I do. He never wants to play Mortal Kombat with me, though. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we'll, we'll throw a poll up on our website and on our Facebook page and our Twitter and all, 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 the, all the social media outlets. Uh, let us know which console, and <laughs> I'm going to put PC on there, and I bet you anything, everyone's going to say, PC, go PC. That's the next purchase, is I want uh, a really good PC. Yeah, you can go halfers. I want to go on vacation first. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to start work soon, and then... You, you, you won't have time for vacation. But there's always time for Mark to buy a PC. <laughs> <laughs> there goes the vacation fund. Yeah, totally. Okay, guys, thanks a lot. Uh, we will see you all in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.